0: Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself wrap up our discussion on the first petition of the Lord's Prayer in talking about the New Testament's passage of the Great Commission.
1: Welcome to the Being Lutheran podcast. (laughs) Don't you mean the... (laughs) Jason good no, variety no, Hour? <laughs> Stop teasing me. Stop teasing me. Oh, oh we love you. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Yeah, I know I'm the only one who talked to the last episode. So, yes, I get it. No,
0: no, it was really great content. And it, honestly, it, if I'm, honestly, if I'm really brutally honest, I was just pondering everything that you were saying, and I, I was convicted about some things. And I yeah. think that that's an that's okay good. thing. I think that's one of the... Mm-hmm. The blessings of actually participating in this podcast yeah, is right. not only do I learn from you guys, because you guys are smarter than me, but I also have the wonderful opportunity to be convicted to the spirit, mm-hmm. but also, you know, rest in the assurance yeah. of the freedom of Christ. And it's I don't know, it's like iron sharpening iron, yeah. the whole idea. And you know, what's interesting is yes, it's vocation, mm-hmm. but it's also discipleship. And, you know, funny, it's funny when you think about pastors. Where do pastors get discipled? Mm-hmm. Well, things like this, mm-hmm. you know, these wonderful blessings of been privilege of being together and talking yeah. about God's word. And that's good. Uh, just a beautiful,
1: beautiful thing. So, I
2: agree. Yeah. I'm only responding in tweet form for this episode. <laughs> 280 100. characters oh, yeah. at a time. Yeah, you
1: even have double the amount yeah, of... That's right. I've got a special account. 280 two, two instead of 140. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. No, I agree, Brian. I, you know, I've had some episodes too, where I haven't really said much. And I think very similar things have happened in my life too just interacting with what God's word is is showing us and hearing you guys talk about it. Uh, hopefully that's what's happening with you listener as you tune in as you download these episodes and and as you listen. So yeah, I think the thing that struck me about last episode was
0: how God intentionally revealed himself to Moses for his plan of salvation as part of that you know of revealing his plan of salvation to and through the nation of Israel but how God has personally done that to me
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know in and through his word uh through baptism through yeah. uh many things in my life and and it's funny because it's so ongoing and it's such a privilege to be a part of of God's family as adopted children and new creations that I think sometimes we overlook the simple ways in which God reveals himself to mm-hmm. us. And it's just, it hit me. It was kind of like this profound thing. It's like, wow, you reveal yourself to me every day and you do it because you want to, because you love me. And sometimes it's very hard for me to receive that, mm-hmm. but it's it's still profound nonetheless. And um, just the incredible reality that we serve a God who pursues us. Mm -hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. And God is always
2: consistent with himself. He reveals himself to Moses for the salvation of his people. He reveals himself to us in his word for the salvation of his people. Mm -hmm. Amen. For his
1: glory,
0: for his name's sake.
1: And he attaches his name to us and we are his disciples. Uh, We are made his disciples. And so that's the direction
2: we're going today Mm -hmm. in the episode. We talked about who God revealed Himself to be last uh, week. This week is why that matters for His people. Mm-hmm. The other side of the th- coin for the first petition in Christians, and I think it's fantastic where Luther took this and why we're doing this study because we're going to be looking at the Great Commission.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And so we're, you know, we did look at the Old Testament verse verses from Exodus three, and so today we're looking at the Great Commission from Matthew 28. So I will read that for us. Matthew 28:16 through 20 to get a little bit of context here of what's happening. Uh, it says this, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Here ends the reading. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: So the reason we're going here is, if you remember a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the... uh, value of God's name, why a Christian cares about God's name being holy. Because, I mean, in our confession, in the catechism, we confess God's name is already holy by itself on its own. We don't make God's name holy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we fall, if we, you know, tarnish our witness, however you want to phrase it, God's name is still holy. God yeah. is still holy. So why should Christians be so preoccupied with God's name? And the place Luther took it, Is because we, as Christians, have been given God's name in baptism. Mm -hmm. And and the place to really grasp that is the Great Commission, where the process of Mm disciple-making starts with baptizing them in the name of Hmm. the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, where you are receiving God's name as a gift.
0: And here's where the definite article makes a big deal. Yeah. You know, the... Father, the mm-hmm. Son, the Holy Spirit. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yep. It's there is beyond a shadow of a doubt what's going on here, mm-hmm. and it's 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 very interesting. You have four Gospels written by four very different authors, but under the inspiration of the same Holy Spirit. So you have the very end of the first Gospel, you have the Great Commission, mm-hmm. and the very beginning. Of the fourth gospel, you have John 1, 12, to them that believe on his name, he gave the right to be called children of God. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, again, it's the bookends in scripture uh, never cease to astound me with that. And and it's a continuing picture, Uh, the, the value of baptism in the process of making disciples and then the value of God's name in baptism. You know, it's God's word is what gives the power to baptism, why we baptize infants, why we, mm-hmm. you know, it's the God's word makes it so. But then the value for the Christian in baptism is God's name. It's the mm-hmm. adoption. It's the identification with Jesus as God's son, mm-hmm. Romans 6, 3 and 4. It's our connection to both Christ's death and resurrection. You have been buried with Christ in baptism. Mm-hmm. You'll be raised with Christ because yeah. of that. I, I love yeah.
1: that the word into yeah. there. in yeah.
0: Well, and even here, God revealing Himself through baptism to the baptized individual through the power of His Word—it's just—it's a profound thing. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's amazing.
2: And then if we we walk it back a moment, we start to talk about this passage in the context of prayer. It's—it's it's just perfect. You have again, you know, we we talked about the context context of Exodus, mm-hmm. with the Israelites immediately grumbling and doubting yeah. God's character, right? Uh, You have the followers of Jesus. He's with the 11 and his followers after the most significant event in human history. Jesus, in a three-day period, fulfills all the scriptures. He he dies and rises again. And he's appeared to the disciples. Uh, The passage I preached on for Easter, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 11, he appears to Peter and then to the disciples, and then to 500, Mm -hmm. and then to the disciples, and then to Paul last of all. So Mm -hmm. he's been been revealing himself. He's been showing himself. And with his closest followers, the ones that have not abandoned him, can be there at the moment. They get to this mountain of the Great Commission, and some are doubting. Mm. And I want to know, it's not specified, it's not... Listed for us in Scripture. What are they doubting?
1: Yeah, you know. But then we uh, we often assume that if God were to do something like this yeah, in our day, yeah. we would automatically believe. And yeah, it's yeah. That's, was, that's where I was
2: going. Exactly the place mm-hmm. I was going is it's convicting. Yeah, you know what? Because the Israelites, the stories of the Israelites in Scripture are there because that's me, mm-hmm. and the the story of the idolaters in Scripture yeah. are there because that's me, and the story of Peter constantly putting his foot in his mouth and doing something idiotic in Scripture is there because that's me. Mm-hmm. And then now you have all of the disciples. Yeah, there really is. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Humble pie episode of Your uh, no, but no, you're right, though. I mean, well, it's one of the fascinating things I've learned in, in preaching this last year, especially with Peter, mm-hmm. was the walking on the water. And this isn't here or there for the lesson, but it's interesting. When Peter walks on the water, you know, Mm -hmm. we have this great picture of Peter commanding Jesus. And, you know, and so it's just step out of the boat. But what we don't talk about and what the text leads us to believe is that Peter doesn't start sinking and then Jesus runs to his aid. Peter starts sinking when he gets to Jesus is that he literally reaches Jesus because when Peter begins to sink, when he gets distracted, Jesus just reaches out his hand. Mm -hmm. He's right there. This is the thing. The disciples are right there. Jesus still has the red marks in his Mm -hmm. wrists and in his ankles. He's shown Thomas his side Mm -hmm. and the disciples are doubting. And then Jesus commissions them to be disciple makers. Yeah. And and that's where so you have the doubting is the context of the Great Commission. And then you have the Great Bookends, which is why we're here and nowhere else for the New Testament study, is that we've we've got go and make disciples. And mm-hmm. I think most people, that's the Great Commission. Most people even would leave make disciples off of it and just go, right? But which is not the main verb. No, it's the, not the main verb, mm-hmm. and we could talk about that a little bit too. But the Great Commission, again, bookends mm-hmm. in scripture. Uh, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Mm-hmm. Great commission. Surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Gospel sandwich. Gospel sandwich. There you <laughs> go. Yes. With a whole lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> but just like everything we need to have faith in God, is God has revealed to us about himself. He is and he acts. Mm-hmm. Everything we need to live our lives as
0: Christians. And what strikes me about the Great Commission is how, I'm sorry, um, so many churches and so many people make the Great Commission about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's about God. Mm -hmm. It's about his work, his completed work through Christ's life, death and resurrection. He, him revealing himself as the great triune God of creation, father, son and Holy spirit. Yet he's the one God Mm -hmm. of heaven. And just it's in its scope theologically, That section of scripture is really all about God and his work. It is not Mm -hmm. about us and what we do. It's about him and his work. And then you
2: stop and you think, again, the consistency of God, the identity of a Christian, the activity of a Christian, the Christian life is wrapped up in who God is and what God has done. He is and he acts. Could could that
0: be Vocation. It is vocation. Precisely <laughs>
2: vocation. vocation yes. But we're taking our eyes of what we do. And this is why, and I didn't intend to pick a fight today, but I'll pick a fight. This is why- He's got the gloves on. <laughs> All right. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, I have no gripe with David Platt. Mm-hmm. He's a very popular Christian author. He's a very effective pastor, but his book, his popular book is Radical. Right? Yes. And it's all about commitment to Jesus. It's all about the pattern of what he asked his church to do It's to be radically committed to Christ. But that's not the focus of the Christian life. It's not focused on the depth or the sincerity or the magnitude of your commitment. It's focused on the depth and the magnitude and the sincerity of what Jesus has already done for you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the gospel. It's
0: almost being radically rooted in Christ and radically yeah. grafted well, into Christ well, as the vine and the branch. You know,
1: was that you, Jason? That said, we often go off the rails and we use adverbs. Yeah, adverbs are the death of the gospel, and sure. superlatives are the death
0: of the Christian.
2: Is what happens when that that passion and that zeal and praise God for it? Because David Platt's church mm-hmm. is doing great things. I think he's in Alabama. And I mean, David Platt knows the gospel, and he preaches the gospel. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt about that. But what happens when that missionary zeal wears off? Mm-hmm. You got to add another superlative to it, and then another Even superlative more, to yeah. it, and it's you know, the, some to be said. Let your yes be yes. Let the gospel be the gospel. And what we're called as Christians to do is make disciples. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we do that under the authority and the presence of Christ yeah. with
1: his church and with his people. Right you almost have the power and the presence of, the power of God. Power and the presence. Yeah. So, you
2: know, alliteration works. You mm-hmm. know, God is and God acts. He's powerful yep. and he's present with us. But then you go into the Christian life mm-hmm. from either one of the bookends. And how is that done? Word and sacrament. Again, baptism and teaching, in teaching. Word yeah. and sacrament is what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So what you need... Being Lutheran. <laughs> we, <there you> <laughs> we, we get our Lutheran gold star out for the day. Yes. We got word and sacrament in there. But what you need to be a Christian are the gifts that God is giving you. Word and sacrament. Yeah. long
0: gospel, gospel. Right. Material gospel applied to us. You know, again, I, I, I know I keep coming back to John 15, but mm-hmm. I love that beautiful portrait that Jesus paints, because again, what does a branch do to bear fruit? It doesn't grunt. It doesn't push. It doesn't strive or add a superlative. It rests and abides in Christ. Mm -hmm. And Christ completed the work. It's Christ's righteousness Mm -hmm. that's the focus there. It's all that God sustains and provides for us, for our sustenance and our preservation. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, and then the miracle of that, as we we look from a different angle, is that it's happening among Christians. Mm -hmm. It's the... You know, Pastor Phil Haugen or Dr. Phil Haugen to really embarrass him. I don't think he listens to the podcast anyway, but our, um, you know, all of our mentors in the AFLC, what's the phrase he uses? We, we must, we, we cannot, can't, we and we do. do, Yeah, you know, and that's, that's the picture. But again, all wrapped up in who God is
0: and what he has done in our lives mm-hmm. for us. If Pastor Haugen did, or Dr. Haugen did listen to our podcast, every time we say something wonky, he would go, oh, for interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> Th- those sorts of things. Yeah, that's inside baseball for AFLC people there. Sorry. Uh <laughs>
0: Or it would be that old Ama- that Amazon Echo Silver. I don't know about that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what are they doing out yes. on the street? Oh,
1: they're just playing. I don't know about yeah, that. That's that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. With that in my own, I'm completely <laughs> derailed now. But you know, it's
2: it's amazing how much pressure we put on ourselves to be what God has already promised us. To Unnecessary
1: yeah. pressure. Right.
0: Unnecessary pressure. And it mm-hmm. is we we have this invisible stick that is driving us to be oh, be a better Christian and mm-hmm. do my devotions more and do this and and it's all about what we do Mm -hmm. rather than what's been done and what's been accomplished and resting and trusting in that. And then allowing Mm -hmm. that freedom and that gratitude and that thankfulness to then inspire us through the power of the Holy Spirit to then become Mm -hmm. and and, and be rooted and abiding in Christ and allow that fruit to just kind of organically come out Mm -hmm. of our life, in our vocation, in the things that we do. Because if we are truly abiding in Christ and his word, we can't help but grow. We can't help but love him more. We can't help but proclaim and to serve him because we want to. Yeah. And it's not because we have to. It's always, always because we want to, because of what Christ has accomplished. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and in the life of a disciple is is that lived out in repentance and faith, repentance and faith yeah. Uh, yeah. constantly over and yeah. over.
2: And we, we rewind it even further to the whole premise, and this is prayer. Mm-hmm. This is what we pray for. This is how we pray. This is why we pray. God's name to be holy mm-hmm. to, you know, we're praying that God would be who he has promised to be and he would act in the way that he has promised to act. And in praying that petition, we're comforted mm-hmm. because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, day, day, and forever. Yeah. God doesn't change his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, uh, you know, he, God's opinion of you is Jesus Christ on the cross crucified in your place. Mm -hmm. It's not a performance-based thing. And so we we get back to to the whole thing. Prayer is a gift to the church for comfort and assurance. We pray, hallowed be thy name. We're reminded of all of this. God is holy all by himself, but we pray he would be holy among us. Mm -hmm. He would be holy among us for our provision, for our faith, he would be holy among us for our lives as Christians in ministry in making disciples, mm-hmm. but in in all overall through all God's name would be holy.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, and you know to think of baptism here too of you know, when when as pastors we get the privilege of baptizing people mm-hmm. and and when that is happening, I, I'm always just amazed that I'm allowed to be part of that mm-hmm. to see. God's grace being given to the one being baptized and the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit
0: yeah.
1: being attached to that person and, and them being brought into the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's, it's a, a, it's a it's really a, holy action. It's a
2: saint-making experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In doing that, a, a Christian is born. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, wow, yeah. well, that's it, amazing. It brings us back to what you stated the last episode, that God is existing and he's acting. Mm-hmm. And just that the beauty of how yeah. he reveals that to us uh, in, in, in these simple yet powerful and mysterious sacraments. It's just, mm-hmm. it's extraordinary. And yeah. I think we do, we we tend to take it for granted. And I think that um, it would serve us well to just really pay attention to what it is that we actually do in, in the church service, the intentional um, elements that are part of the liturgy of our services mm-hmm. and w- what we're saying, why we're saying it, and who we're saying it to. Mm-hmm. And just reminding ourselves that God is holy. You know, My mind and my heart should be engaged in this because he is present and he is revealing himself to me. Mm-hmm. And I do this as an act of worship. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then with baptism that holy God has decided to identify himself with us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's yeah. to identify himself again, getting back to the gospel because it never gets old. He's identified himself with us to the extent that he put on the weakness of human mm-hmm. flesh I know. and hmm. redeemed us. It's the, the I mean
0: message of the gospel Jesus Christ is one of us. I know. That's, That's my statement. brother. I use this statement a lot and it, that he suffered with us and for us as one of us in order to redeem us. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah.
0: So it's just an extraordinary reality. And it's just like, wow, mm-hmm. drop the mic, boom, we're mm-hmm. done. You know, yeah, it's like, right. holy, holy buckets. Yeah. That's
1: Hollywood be thy name mm-hmm. right yeah. there. Amen. Maybe that's a good place to end here. Any final thoughts, you guys?
0: No, you know, other than just, I'm overwhelmed by, God's holiness, uh, my own depravity, Mm -hmm. but yet the extraordinary reality that I am a part of his kingdom because there's grace that is greater than my sin. Mm -hmm. And what word can you say um, to say thank you? It's just such an insignificant word. It Mm -hmm. falls so short, especially coming, you know, we're recording this coming right off of Easter and... Mm-hmm. And the, celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior and just how insignificant thank you is mm-hmm. to, to what I'm experiencing now. Yeah. And uh, I'm thankful uh, for that because it's deeper than just a word. It's deeper than anything. It's just the power of God's Holy Spirit at work in my life because of what Christ has done according mm-hmm. to the Father's will and how he is existing and acting in my life and in your lives and the lives of all who are listening and those uh, who are in Christ Jesus. And it's just Mm -hmm. a profound reality that is virtually inexpressible in its totality. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we will end with Revelation chapter 1. I think this is appropriate. Uh, Grace and peace to you from him who was and who is and who is to come, From the sevenfold spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and of the ruler of the kings of earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom of priests to his God and father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next week with Pastor Jason, Pastor Brett, and myself to continue our discussion on the Lord's Prayer. God bless you and have a great week.